Mango Mustache Media L.A.S. The L.A.S. Podcast Network is the premier independent community development platform working with local creators to produce podcasts and content by the community for the community. To learn more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. You're listening to One Word Stories, brought to you by... Okay. Ready? Yeah. Hey, I'm Sarah Van Cleve, a biracial single mom adoptee raised by an all-white family. And I'm Caleb Scales, a proud gay man, restaurant savant, who will make the best flipping margarita you've ever had. And this is Othered, a podcast for those who feel different. Each episode, we'll be having conversations about racism, homophobia, holistic health, drinking, sex, drugs, yoga, 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 yoga. Yogurt. (laughs) This podcast comes out every Thursday for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. If you want bonus episodes, ad-free listening, discounts at our live events, and exclusive access to merch, then subscribe to LAS Plus. Go to LASpodcastnetwork.com slash plus to get started. I'm so excited that I get to do this with you, Sarah. I'm so excited that I get to do this with you, Kayla. Oh my God, I love that for us. I feel like I'm trying too hard now. You are, but I like it. Uh, ooh. Ooh. Caleb. Spicy. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> L-A-S. Hello there, my dear friend. Thank you so much for choosing to spend a little bit more time with me here on One Word Stories. I'm your host, Alex Schulte, and this is the show where we take one word and let it inspire the stories we tell. Before we get to the word, before we get to the guest, I want to tell you about how you can get more One Word Stories after the show is done. LAS Plus, get the One Word Stories post-show. Exclusively on LAS Plus, for just $10 a month, you can subscribe and get bonus episodes, bonus content, like the One Word Stories post show. You can get exclusive uh, uh, content, exclusive merch, and you can also get discounts at our live events like LAS Live. We did a great, amazing show at uh, historic, for Historically Inaccurate through Brewing last month. That went so well, and this... this uh, now One Word Stories is going to have a live show coming up too, so be on the lookout for that. And if you want discounts at that event, be sure to subscribe to LAS Plus. Go to LASpodcastnetwork.com slash plus to get started. But now that that's over, I need to tell you about an amazing guest I have with me here today. You might have seen him on the corner of First Avenue and Collins Road across the street from Ginsburg Jewelers, right uh, pretty much next to the parking lot of Best Buy. They call him Hockey Man. He's bringing joy to so many people who are in traffic jams, running late to work, doing the thing. My guest today is Matthew Crawford. Matthew! What's up, dude? Hey, how you doing? Dude, thank you so much for saying yes to this. I can't believe I have you here in the studio with me. Oh, yeah, no problem. I've always wanted to do something like this. Dude, this is amazing. So you're sitting here, and you're, you've got your Rough Riders hockey jersey on. You're rocking a mohawk like I've never seen before. Like, dude, your look is so dope and, like, unique to you. You're, you're, you're so you. You're a local legend, but the thing is, I don't know anything about you. I don't know you. You approached me actually last night. I was hosting the Cedar Rapids Rough Riders at the uh, at the stable, and you came up and you're like, "Yo, dude, hey, great job hosting or whatever." I think we were talking about the national anthem, and then you uh, you're like, "I'm the guy who stands, uh, play plays hockey and brings happiness to everybody on First Avenue and Collins Road, right across the street from Ginsburg Jewelers." By the way, <laughs> shameless promoted plug, um, dude. How did you start doing that? So I first started off going to the Rough Rider games a few years back. I think I want to say it was probably uh, 2017 or 18, and I was going to the games for a while, and I thought this was really cool and really fun. But then I just came up with the idea over time that I kind of wanted to play hockey, 
and I figure I'd choose somewhere in Cedar Rapids to do it. And then <laughs> I tried it out for a little while, and people thought it was really cool, and then they gave me the nickname The Hockey Man. I love it. And then it just stuck, so I kept doing it for a few years, and it's been really awesome. And you have this really fun following, too, on Reddit and social media everywhere as the hockey man and it's all just positivity around it too does don't you just love that oh yeah for sure and then for people to say like how they're sad or they're down or like you said they're late to something but then when they see me they just cheer up and do people come come up to you when you're out there oh yeah for sure yeah i've had uh people come up and say hi and then i've had people come up and actually play some hockey and stuff. oh really where they shoot goals and we just shoot goals and have a good time and actually had a family come out one time it was a father uh sister and three brothers came out and played one time a couple years back so i thought that was really cool what was their story what were they going through that they were just like we just want to come and hang out actually the father worked at the rough fighters stadium as like a scorekeeper and then he came out a few weeks later with his family and they shot a few goals Dude, that's awesome. So, How many Rough Rider games do you go to in a year? I try to go to most of all the home games, but sometimes, you know, it's tough, too. Oh, dude. If you go to any away games, you're like a diehard fan. I've never been to an away game of a Rough Riders, and I love the Rough Riders, obviously. You know, I'm there every every home game. I'm there. I'm oh, hosting. Yeah. I went to Des Moines a few weeks ago when they played Des Moines up in Des Moines. Oh, really? And they end up winning that game 5-3, to three, I believe, was the score. Yeah. So my girlfriend went to her first hockey game last night in her entire life, and she loves it. She's like, this is way better than football. <laughs> it keeps moving. It keeps rolling. So I'm, like, really excited that my girlfriend might actually like a sport with me and we can – actually participate in, in watching this together um so so dude where are you at right now then in your life i would love to hear so are is is your job being hockey man how, what do you what are you doing in your in in your day-to-day what's a day look like for matthew crawford well um the hockey uh gig thing is just like an extra job i do have another job on top of that i uh have a friend of mine, John Norwood. Actually, I met him through hockey. He's seen me once or twice, and then after the second time, the third time he seen me, he had to stop and see what I was up to. And then I got uh, connected with him, and then a few weeks later, me and him was working together, and I've known him for about three years now. Can I ask what you're doing? Uh, yeah, we. Uh, he owns his own business. He redoes houses, buys them, flips them. And so I'm one of the demo guys. I actually nice. go into the house and help them clean up the garbage, work on the house a little. And then yeah, bring it back to life. After that one, we sell it. Then we go to the next one. Oh, and that came from the hockey man stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. From he, being hockey man. Yeah, uh, I gave, uh, he had two young kids. I think they were ages 8 and 10 at the time. Now they're 10 and 12, I said, um, hey, here's a hockey stick, here's a hockey puck, I want you to give this to your kids, and they'll have a fun time with it, so I gave them a hockey stick and a puck. Dude, I'm a firm believer that, like, if you're a good person, you put good stuff out into the world, then it, it, it does come back. You know, I don't, I don't really believe that there's, like, a magical karma thing, but I do believe that, like, you're out there spreading good and spreading happiness, and I, and I think it's going to keep just coming back to you. So one question I have for you is, like, what kind of opportunities besides a new job have you found just from since you started being Hockey Man? Well, I uh, had a job uh, a few years before that as an uh, advertiser, so I did that for a few years. Sweet. Okay. And I always do giveaways, so I do free giveaways out to children. And Oh, you do? So I give away pucks, I give away hockey sticks, and I go up to vehicles and hand the kids the hockey pucks, and I gave away a stick last year. Dude, that's not cheap. That's that's an investment. You're investing into our community, literally. Oh, yeah. Dude, that, and, and it's just to get to make people happy, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're not getting anything out of this. I uh, have a tip sign that I use, and I I was actually recommended by another person that maybe you should have a tip sign, and so Mm -hmm. I do take a tip sign, but I don't expect anybody to pay me money or do this. I just do this free willingly. I don't get paid for 
playing. I know a lot of people think I get paid, but I actually don't. But when it's I when just I, a fun sorry. thing to do. So so when you started, it was just for fun. Yeah. And then it became like, oh, okay, I guess I'll put a tip jar out. Oh yeah, and then I played for a few years. People really thought it was cool. They thought it was kind of odd at first. Like, what's this guy doing? But once they got the yeah. idea of it, they really fell in love with it. I mean, I think anytime you see somebody doing something that nobody else is doing, you're like, what is happening? What is going on? The first time I saw you, I thought you were trying to advertise for, like, a local Halloween shop. And I was like, is there, like, a local Halloween thing? And whoever I was with in the car, they're like, no, it's 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 April. There, he, he's not. There's no Halloween shops. What would he? It's like, oh my God, he's is he just out there just having fun? Like, yeah, he's just always out there doing doing his thing, you know, bringing happiness. It's really cool. It's really cool. And I guess I so I used to busk. I used to I used to street perform when I lived in Chicago. I would go down to the in the subways and I would bring up my guitar case. I would open it up and and play you know music asking for money. But I have some really weird stories that come from that. Oh my gosh! By the way, speaking of stories, we never we never introduced today's word. Oh, I forgot. Okay, hey, Al Batker, help me out. Today's episode is brought to you by the word inspiration. <laughs> so I guess essentially I was gonna. Go to. Um, um, I've got some great stories to tell. I was trying to kind of hear some crazy stories about that. But before we get to that, because I know you've probably got some crazy stories to tell of people you've seen out there. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. First off, what inspired you to go out there and do that in the first place? Actually, I think it was through the Rough Fighters. I've been, Just because you loved hockey. Like I said, I went to their games. I went to like 30 games before they even lost their first home game when I was going. And I uh, really liked the hockey team, so I started doing it. And I got my own net. I got my own hockey sticks, bugs. And I went out there and just went for it. And uh, my first hockey net I got was through Dick's Sporting Goods. And uh, then I found another place with the net that I liked a little bit better. That was through Shills. Mm. That's actually both a big supporter of the Rough Fighters and yeah. sponsors. So yep. Keep it in the family. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's awesome. But uh, yeah, I really like doing the giveaways. And I do it sometimes. I even sign a puck or initial it and give it away. So that's what really makes it worth it, seeing the little kids happy, smiles on their faces, people just having a good time in general. You're like a hockey Santa Claus. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty soon you'll be coming to their doors and dropping the hockey bucks down their chimney. Oh, yeah. So tell me what the craziest, what's the craziest story? What's what's, What's something nuts that's happened to you out there? Uh, well, um, uh, the craziest story was this, like... And it doesn't, you know, don't even have to filter it, okay? There's, we are explicit here. If, if Tell, I want, I want to know the nitty-gritty. So, like, a lot of people drive by and say names or, you know, stuff like that, and... But the most craziest thing is, is this horns going off, honking, waving, this, that, the other, so it's really cool, and, um... The Cedar Rapids Police Department used to bother me a lot, but they don't bother me anymore, which is cool. And they, uh, what, what would they come out and say? Like you, they were asking for a permit or something? Well, they said they didn't like me playing hockey right there, and so I flipped my net to the other side so it wasn't going out in the street. Did and, you ever miss and it go into the street? Oh yeah. <laughs> what happens then? You got to go out and stop traffic to get the uh, puck. Actually, I wait for all the traffic to go by and then I go get the puck. I mean, but yeah, it's, ever a, it's since just a puck. I, it's not oh, like a yeah. beach ball. Since I flip my net around, that doesn't happen too much anymore. A little bit here and there, but nothing major. So, so. now, are you like aiming at four Best Buy, the parking lot? Oh yeah, essentially. And then uh, all my pucks are rubber and stuff like that, so right, they right. won't do any damage to any type <laughs> yeah, of I cars. Should, I should clarify. You're not aiming for Best Buy. <laughs> you're, you you just put the nets back to Best Buy so that it could go into a parking lot instead of a street in case you miss. Oh, yeah. So I host another show called Historically Inaccurate, which you walked into the ending of the recording of before this. And my co-host, Jake, he says he sees you out there, and he's like, no, he's, like, really good, actually. So... You've got a good shot, apparently. Is that true? Oh, yeah. It took me a little bit to get the backward shot down, but after a month of practicing that, I got that down pretty well as well. So How are you on skates? 
I've actually uh, not too good at skating, but I'm actually wanting to kind of get in that as, as well and try to learn how to ice skate. So, dude, that'd be, I, I'm terrible at ice skating. Yeah, I, I'm not a bear. So, uh, one time I took, I remember it was third or fourth grade. I went to, uh, uh, I went to the ice arena. It was brand new, like it opened up like the year before that or something. You know, it's 1999 or 2000 or something when this when this thing opened up, and a friend of mine's mom excuse me, was looking to drop us off, I guess, and not, she, they were like, yeah, hey, can Alex come over and hang out with Lucas? And so my mom's like, yeah. And then so she, the Lucas's mom just dropped us off at the ice arena, and I didn't know we were going to be alone. And Lucas was on, like, the mini, the, the Little League team, and he was practicing his chest slides because I guess that's something you practice in hockey. You skate, and then you, you slide on your chest. And I did that, and... When I tried landing on my chest, instead I landed on my face, and I was just bleeding, and I had this huge bruise. And we're going and looking for his mom, and she was just gone. So that's like my last experience with ice skating. I'm not a fan of it. I would rather walk on the ice. Oh yeah, and I uh, I almost broke my ankle doing it. I was doing good at first, just trying to learn how to do it, and then I ended up falling. So, and needless to say, it's been a few years since I've tried ice skating again after that. So. <laughs> well, maybe you and I should try it together sometime. Oh yeah, yeah. So let's go. Let's go back a step. Where were you before you were hockey man? So I had a lot of jobs. So I had like Lowe's. I worked there for around eight months. I was in the paint department. Then I switched to other jobs like a loader. So I would load up merchandise, and then I. Um, Started dancing on my bike just to make people happy, and then that actually... Dancing on your bike? Oh, yeah, so I, like, get off my bike, throw dance moves and stuff like that. What? So I got hired on through uh, Great Clips for a while and did that for a little while. Sweet. And then after that, just kind of progressed. So So the public entertainment was, like, already happening for you before Hockey Man. Oh, yeah, and then the first Collins and Best Buy is where I was known for doing the dance moves and singing and dancing. So after I started hockey, it really took off after that. Dude, I if I was Best Buy, I'd, like, give you a free blue shirt. You know, be like, just advertise for us because you're you're – you're pretty much a billboard out there, right? Like, oh, yeah. I feel like you could get sponsored. Be like, yo, who, who's, whose shirt should I wear today? You know? <laughs> and then uh, back in 2016, I lost uh, 140 pounds in 90 days by mountain bike riding. What? Holy shit. How? I uh, just, just rode my mountain just bike. Just a new hobby. Yeah, I rode my mountain bike for, you know, I liked biking and all that. So I started at 7 in the morning and I rolled pretty much all the way through until 8 or 9 at night. Then the next day, it started all over again. I mean, yeah, that's that's like a Christian Bale training for his Batman role kind of diet, you know? Were you eating? Oh, yeah, I would eat and stuff like that. And uh, I didn't change the way I ate. I still ate like I did. I just cut back while I was eating and then rolled my bike a lot. Dude, that's I love riding my bike. I miss riding my bike. I, I used to ride it everywhere, but... It's not really so friendly to do in Cedar Rapids all, all that much. Yeah. You know, it's kind of hard. We're, we got a lot of hills out here. Um, so so going back even further a little bit, um, can I ask when you graduated high school? Yeah, I graduated in uh, 2013 from Linmar High School. You went to Linmar. Okay. Uh, I graduated in 2009 from WASH. Um, uh, what, was, what, what did you want to be when you were leaving high school? What did you want to be doing as a, you know, leaving, leaving high school, you're eight, 17, 18 years old, whatever? What's the idea for Matthew Crawford going forward at that point in your life? Well, I just wanted to mainly focus on working and making money instead of, like, going to college. So I figured of something along the lines of be working at, like, a hardware store or something like that. Yeah. And then uh, after a few years working on that, and then I met Johnny Norwood, which is the owner and stuff. So then the job you're doing now. Me and him got connected. So you're 100 percent a guy that that sees something and and like that he wants, and you go and get it. Oh yeah. You know, I. Uh, without that, you wouldn't be hockey man. And Johnny said that he can never go out there and do what I do, but. As long as you want something you believe in it, people shouldn't be afraid or ashamed to go after your dream or what you believe in. I think I think uh, you got a lot of good stuff coming your way because you you do exude this uh, positivity and, and a, a great 
just outlook on everything. And I love what you bring to our to our community. So I, I firmly believe that you got a lot of good stuff coming your way. And if there's anything I can ever do to help you with that, seriously, please let me know. Um, um, for for first off though, I do need to come out and see and play some hockey with you. Oh yeah, <laughs> at, at uh, Collins at First Avenue, and uh, especially on the Cedar Rapids Reddit, a lot of people are yeah. Tell me asking, about that. A lot of you're people, on Reddit. Yeah, a lot of people just want to know like who I am or my life story, and uh, I didn't want to go on Facebook and you know announce it to everyone because personally I think Facebook is just like a. Nothing against it, but a lot of, like, oh, shady people and a lot of drama and stuff like that. Well, I mean, Facebook in without without just drama between people, all that aside, Facebook is a toxic company anyway. Like, they're they're doing some pretty shady shit. And I'd say 95% of the people on the Reddit, a lot of it's positivity. And this one guy's like, well, I've been here 30 years in Sierra. I've never seen him play hockey. And mm-hmm. then you got people out there that, you know... They're really happy I'm out there, and then people, like, say they want to stop and meet me and know my life story and all that, so I think that's really cool. I think it's pretty funny because uh, uh, those negative comments always do stick out. You know, you can have 90%, like you said, 90% positivity, and then that one stupid comment you'll remember for, like, the rest of your life. And I remember those things, too. Actually, so one time I I was, the first night I was hosting the night show at Z, somebody called in, uh, maybe not the first night, but the first week for sure, somebody called in the request line, and I answered, and the guy goes, can you shut the fuck up? You're fucking annoying. And then he hung up on me. And I will never forget that. Oh, wow. Even though, you know, as much as it sucked, and I wish I could brush that off, and, and, but last night, after I sang the national anthem at the writer's game, everybody was coming up to me and and saying, great job, and, and, those are not going to stick with me as much as that terrible, awful comment. It's so dumb how that happens, and I hate that I fixate on that a little bit, but I think it's just something that's human about us. I think we all do that. Oh, well, yeah, a lot of people, um, a lot of, some people when I'm playing hockey do come by and call my names and this, that, the other, but I just choose to ignore it. You know, they're not worth my time. They're not worth you getting chest out over it. And stuff like that. Do you, so, find, do you find that it's easier to brush off that kind of stuff now that you've been doing it for a while? Oh, yeah, because uh, first year I kind of let stuff get to me, but when you don't let it bother you and you just kind of shake you off and let it go about the business and not pay attention to it, mm-hmm. you just feel a lot better about yourself. You feel more relaxed, more calm, and then eventually then people are going to come by and say, well, I'm not getting reaction out of him no more. I might as well stop wasting my time because I'm not getting anything out of him. God, so. you, you need to tell that to any kid who's ever been bullied. And then, yeah, you know? I try to, you know, if I ever see a situation where somebody's getting bullied, I I would step in and try to resolve the situation because me and my brother Dustin and Spencer Culver, we've been uh, bullied a lot, you know, and especially in yeah. middle school. But I was too, man. Once we got closer to high school, yeah. we was pretty good after that because a lot of them middle high hard. schoolers stick together. So yeah, yeah. And if you know anybody, you know if people can just like you know quit being hateful, it'll be a lot better environment and the world itself would be a lot better place. Absolutely. I I think that's so powerful, dude. And and I and I I hope you feel empowered, man, to like set those boundaries with people who who don't treat you the way that you should be treated because your worth is high. You know, you are the shit, dude. You really are. Thank you. You know, like it, it you're charismatic. You know, you're the one that approached me last night saying, "Hey, man, you know, great job hosting. Um, um, I'm Matthew Crawford. I'm, I'm the guys. I'm a hockey man, and I knew exactly who you were. And then you and I had a great conversation. But that takes a person with charisma and and wisdom and courage to do. So anybody who would talk down to you, especially with the the outlook that you're showing today, is that's that's it's ridiculous. And I'm so sorry that you've gone through that because, and I know we've all gone through that. But that's 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 some bullshit, man. Yeah. And. and uh, yeah, dude, I just I think so highly of you. I really, really do. Just uh, just based on the, those small interactions that we've we've now had in the past t- twenty four hours. You know, it hasn't even been since the Rough Riders game ended last night. Oh yeah, um, you're an amazing human. 
You're oh, incredible. Thank you. You too. Thanks, dude. I like your enthusiasm and stuff at the Wildfire Games. You're always forthcoming and entertaining, and I like the way you do the a good job at it. Dude, thank you, brother. I really appreciate that. Seriously. And that coming from Hockey Man himself literally means the world and, and makes my day. So um, before we go to break, I want to play a game with you. Okay. I've got a game. We're going <laughs> to... We're going to shift the mood here quite a bit, actually. And then, we're gonna, and then I would like to come back, and I'd like to keep diving back in time in your life and seeing what made Hockey Man Hockey Man, if that's cool with you. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, thank you. So, okay, let's put on... Uh, let's let's shake off that, I guess. Take a deep <laughs> breath, because that's some real shit, man. And, and honestly... We need to we need to come back to this, but let's shake off. Let's shake that off. Put on our party hats, party pants, whatever you want to say, and let's play my favorite game: True Love and Two Lies, sponsored by Ginsburg Jewelers. True Love and Two Lies, sponsored by Ginsburg Jewelers. Uh, they are over on the corner of First Ave and Collins Road, across the street from Hockey Man, right here. They're in that. They share that parking lot with Poncheros. Go and check them out. Go say hi to Steve Ginsburg. They've been there forever. They're a staple in our community. They're incredible. And if you mention the LAS Podcast Network when you go in, they're going to give you ten percent off on on your your purchase, whatever that is, whatever story you'd like to tell through jewelry, they're going to get you hooked up, okay? Um, just last week, actually, was it last week? I don't know. My, my, my friend Jackson talked about how, how Steve recreated the wedding ring that his parents lost when he was a child so that he could propose to his girlfriend. Incredible story. So if you go and talk to Steve Ginsburg or any of their incredible staff, by the way, like all of their staff is, 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 has been there for a decade They've been a part of that family forever. They care about that. They care about our community. And I digress. I, I might be talking about this for too long, but I love Ginsburg Jewelers so much. And I would be saying this even if this wasn't sponsored by them. Honestly, I love them. I love Steve. Love their whole family. So, um, Matthew, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you three stories. Okay. Okay. One of these stories is true. The other two, I made up off the top of my head. Okay. All I need you to do is guess the right one. Sounds good. All right. Story number one. The year was 1985. I was walking down the street with my now wife, then girlfriend, Stacy. We found ourselves outside of the art museum downtown in Cedar Rapids, which is one of her favorite places to go. We love to go through and see what new art they find. And there was one painting that I remember was the first thing that we truly connected on. It was so beautiful that her and I had a conversation that sp it sparked a conversation that lasted hours. That night, we spoke until the sun came up. We spoke for two more weeks. Next thing I knew, she was my girlfriend. But we were back at the same painting and I wanted this to be the spot I proposed. So I dropped down on one knee, I asked her the big question, and she said yes, and now we've been married for 30 years. That's story number one. Does that sound plausible to you, Matthew? Oh yeah, it does. <laughs> Is the, do you think that's maybe the real one or the fake one? I'm not sure yet. You're not sure yet? You gotta hear the other two. When I'm like, all right, I was on Mars <laughs> in in the year 2072. Okay, story number two. The Packers were playing the Kansas City Chiefs, and my girlfriend, who I've been dating for quite some time at this point, was really looking for me to propose. I actually planned on proposing at Arrowhead Stadium when we were tailgating before the game. But instead, I was feeling nervous. I was hungover from getting drunk the night before. And I had a headache, not only because of the nerves, but because of the alcohol. But I decided that I should propose now before the party bus gets here when all of our friends are around. And that would give us a reason to drink and celebrate for the day. So I got down on one knee. I proposed. She didn't say yes or no. She just hugged me with tears in her eyes. 
and I assumed it was a yes. It was a great day, even though the Packers lost. That's story number two. Out of those two stories, are you, is anything jumping out to you right now? I'd say story number two sounds a little bit more believable. Really? Okay, okay. I feel like, okay, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. I don't want to influence your decision at all. Let's go to story number three. There's one thing that my girlfriend and I have always wanted to do. Skydiving. We always thought it was so cool when they did it in the beginning of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. And it was something that we've always looked forward to doing together. So, we found that there are actually places you can skydive right here in the great state of Iowa. So I took her up. She had no idea that I was planning on proposing at this time. And if you're thinking that I proposed to her in the midair, that is not what happened. Like, I would risk that with this expensive ring. Unfortunately, because we were new, she did have to have another man strapped to her back while we jumped out of this plane. But we jumped out together, holding hands, with our two instructors right behind us. And when we came down to our safe landing, we, she unstrapped the man from her back, took the, the parachute off. She turned around to see if I was there with her. And I was on one knee with the ring in hand. She cried. She said, yes, we've been married ever since. And that is story number three. What are your thoughts right now? Story one, two, or three, what sounds the most plausible? I would say probably story number two to, to get, still. Okay, so the yeah, story number one was the art museum. Story number two is Chiefs Packers. Story number three is skydiving. You would say story number two? Yeah. What, what about that one jumps out to you? Uh, just the fact that it's an NFL game, it's tailgating, it's pretty popular, it's wide known for... Millions of sports, football, and all that, so I'd say story number two is probably the correct one. Well, let's actually call the person whose story is true. Let's Hopefully he answers. There we go. Yo, what's up, man? Yo, dude. Okay. Sunday, November 7th, 2021. Packers versus Chiefs, 3.30 p.m. <laughs> I had friends in town the night before, knowing I was going to propose on Sunday. We got shit hammered. <laughs> I was really hungover. Sunday afternoon. I was going to propose to her at the stadium in the parking lot for our tailgate. But as we're sitting there waiting for the party bus, all of our friends were gathered together. So I decided to do it then. She did not say yes. She did not say no. She just gave me the biggest hug and squeezed me very tight. So I figured that was a yes. And it was a great day, even though the Packers lost. <laughs> Dude, that was perfect. So, uh, Matthew, you guessed the correct answer. It was the Chiefs and Packers story. Congratulations. Thank you to Ginsburg Jewelers for sponsoring this segment. Go and check them out across the street from hockey man Matthew Crawford himself over on the corner of First Avenue and Collins Road and let them know that the LAS Podcast Network sent you so that you can get that 10% discount. Mitch, stick around for a second, okay? I'm going to let you I'm going to hang up with you here in a second, but we're going to go to break from our spot. I don't know. We're we're going to play a couple ads. We'll be back in a, back in a couple minute, minutes with more hockey man. Stay here. You're listening to One Word Stories, brought to you by... 
the deep, dark depths, in a podcast studio located in the heart of Cedar Rapids, there were two nerds sitting in a room, sweating profusely, talking about video games. And they were... Me, Craig Johnson. And me, Jackson Parker. And we are so excited to welcome you to our brand new video game podcast, Gaming to the Generations. Locally produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network, every other Thursday we'll take one game and deep dive into the past, present, and future of that IP. We'll also play fun mini games on the show and fight to the death for our very lives. What now? And fight to the death for our very lives. Fight, fight like the, the death, 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 death? Like a, like a real, like a very real. That was actually that was Logan's one stipulation. It had to be real, visceral, physical death. Huh. Gaming through the generations. New episodes every other Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. To support our show and creators just like us, subscribe to LAS Plus. And for more information on that, visit laspodcastnetwork.com/slash plus. Is that it? That's it. I'm getting a nod. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Should we go play Smash? I want to go play Smash. Yeah, 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 let's go play Smash. Let's go play some Smash. <laughs> Welcome back to One Word Stories. I'm Alex Schulte. I'm joined by hockey man himself, Matthew Crawford, who's always shooting goals and bringing happiness to the corner of First Avenue and Collins Road across the street from Ginsburg Jewelers. Matthew Crawford, how are you? Oh, yeah, good. Dude, this this interview, has been, I didn't know what to expect because I've never met you before. We met last night. like We literally met less than 24 hours ago, and here you are on my show. Oh, yeah. But this is so fun. I have enjoyed talking with you so much, and you're you're it's so beautiful how easily you share things you were sharing before um that people don't treat you as well as they as they should you know and i i think nobody treats any of us as well as they should because we're all kings and queens and we should all be treated as such right like right. We're, all, we're all we're we're all just out here trying our best um so so i would love to dive back into the life of hockey man here for a second and go back even further from high school can we go to middle school and what it was like in your childhood Oh yeah. Um, well, uh, first of all, I almost—I uh, was born, and I, uh, age five, almost passed away in the back of an ambulance. And uh, luckily, I survived it, and uh, I was able to recuperate. And then two years later, I lost my mother at age 44 due to a bad leg infection, type one diabetes, and uh, she passed away at Mercy Hospital in Cedar Rapids in 2002. I am so sorry to hear that, dude. Like, what? How old were you in 2002? I was, uh, me and my twin brother, Dustin, was seven. And then my older brother, Spencer Culver, was ten. Uh, and just for the record, that we had the same mother, but my brother, Spencer, has a different father. Sure. And that's why he's named Spencer Culver. Instead of uh, Crawford. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got a twin brother, though, huh? Yeah, we're fraternal twins. Oh, that's fun. Uh, you, uh, are you guys really close? Or do you oh, yeah. Touch? We're uh, two minutes older. My brother, Dustin, lives here in Cedar Rapids, and my brother, Spencer, I'm proud of, that lives in Coralville. He's a fu- full-time firefighter. Oh, hell yeah. First responder. Good for him, man. Yeah. Give him a firm handshake for me when you see him next. Oh, yeah. You know? You bet, yeah. Um, uh, so you're in a household, um, you know, at seven years old with this terrible situation happening. Um, did you feel like you had to grow up faster than usual? or I uh, just kind of, like, devastated. My father had to raise three boys on his own, which he did a really amazing job. Troy Crawford is my father. Oh, sure. and, shout out to Troy Crawford. And Janie Culver was my mother that passed away. And, and uh, Shout out to Janie. I, oh. I think, uh, you know, it brought us closer together as a family, you know, her passing. And then yep. uh, six months ago, I... Recently, just lost my grandma at age mm. 86 due to a gallbladder infection. Mm. So, 86 is a long life, too, though. That's yeah, great. that's a really good life. So, uh, I, I, I'm so sorry that you, you've gone through that loss, especially so early in your life. That's not a fair thing, and, and it's just, it's just not fair. No yeah. kid should have to go through that. Um, I, I find that as I'm getting older, I'm 30 now. Okay, so I just turned 30 in April, and. 
Um, I, as the older I get, the more people die. It's just kind of a, it's it's how it works. Oh yeah, right. You're still young yet. Yeah, I mean, like yes, like we're we're young. We you know if if everything goes as planned, I got a lot of time left. But the people around me, the people you know, even like movie stars that I love and look up to, it just, it's just crazy how as life goes on. More people that we care about, you know, st- start to pass away. Oh yeah. For instance, um, uh, so my cousin, who I was so close to, died a month ago, and his I had his his son um, with me at at the Rough Riders game last night. Actually, I was showing him around because so so he's he's twelve years old and he just lost his dad. Right, so. Um, I'm, I'm sitting here and this is a kid that I've always wanted to be more a part of his life. But now that this has happened, uh, I, I really wanted to step up. So I brought him to the game, took him down to the player's box and he was sitting in the player's box. The picture, I've got a picture of his face. He's so happy. You know, the players come over and they talk to him. Um, we bought him a, a Rough Riders t-shirt, you know, but it's a, Losing a parent is is the worst thing imaginable. I can't imagine anything more terrible than that for a kid. But the silver lining always seems to be that other adults in your life now have an opportunity to step up and be a bigger part of your life. So that's really amazing that you became closer to your father and and your brothers and um, what kind of what kind of relationships became the most strong through through something like that. Uh, just losing our mother in general kind of brought us all closer. Um, due to the fact that we just lost her, I think, you know, we realized how short life can be and how well short life is for some people. And I think that's the key motivator and what brought us together, especially is just the fact that you can be here one day and be gone the next. So that's a we, crazy thing for a seven-year-old to have to realize. Yeah. You know, and, uh, taking one day at a time. But I always think that there's something always positive either on the other side or, you know, you can't let life get you down either. And, uh, you know, there's always something that's going to be better out there, even through the hard times we went through. And uh, I just really want to express this, that all the people that, you know, get to give comments on the Sea Rapids Reddit, whether it's on there or they drive by honk and wave, I really want to express my thank you and appreciation for them people and you know without people like you know them and you know it wouldn't be any sports if it wasn't for the Mm -hmm. fans and you know a lot of people look up to me and i really appreciate that and uh some could say you inspire others yeah and i feel like my giveaway you know you know is something i can give back you know it's just uh little tradition that I like to do and something I can get back, give away hockey pucks and hockey sticks and people recognize me all over the place for being the hockey man and mm-hmm. I think that's very cool and unique. I think that's really cool too. Especially at the game last night, some people are recognizing me. Really? Ask me <laughs> how come man. I haven't been out there but, you know. And you're like, it's cold. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> working too off and on, but uh you know, Johnny Norwood said that God placed me out there on the corner for a reason, and I really am a firm believer in that as well. Absolutely. And uh, just overall, my uh, the way I've been going is started off pretty much with my bike and losing all that weight, and then from that to singing and dancing, and then now it's hockey. So. You sing? I'm not a very good singer. I try. But you to love sing. to sing. Yeah, dude, that's great. Maybe we, maybe we do a sing thing in the in the post show. <laughs> oh yeah, but mainly dancing and stuff like that's what I did for them. Willie, Aaron, Jack, and a lot of people really liked it. Dude, I love that. Um, um, I, really quick here before we before we kind of wrap start wrapping this thing up at least, I wanna I wanna go back even further. What did you want to be when you were a kid? Like a little kid, what, what was your what would you want to be when you grew up? I uh, always wanted to be a cop, but I knew it was a dangerous job. And then, <laughs> yeah. then at some point in my life, I wanted to be like a NASCAR driver. Then I wanted to be like a WWE superstar. <laughs> yeah. Who was your favorite wrestler as a kid? Uh, Batista. Yeah. John. John Cena. Yeah, <laughs> he's another good one. Uh, wait. Who, what's Batista's first name? Uh, Dave Batista. Oh, see, that's how much I know about. I was like, oh yeah, of course, John Batista. 
Dave Bautista, who plays, he's in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, he's, and that's the thing, too, is a lot of these famous wrestlers are leaving wrestling to pursue their movie yep. careers. And I just watched Red Notice last night with The Rock. I think that's really awesome that they're making movies and doing something that they really enjoy. I agree, too, dude. And it's funny because they all, like, do these wholesome roles now, too. Like, John Cena is a pretty wholesome dude. His whole image is like positivity and happiness, and he plays, you know. And then like The Rock did uh, the babysitter, like the pacifier or something like that, and he like was a babysitter or something. He's wearing, oh, the game plan, the game yeah. plan, yeah, yeah. Uh, like it's so funny that these guys are doing all this stuff, but now The Rock is the highest paid actor in Hollywood right now. He was, uh, yeah, had a little girl that he didn't know about. She came to his door one day unexpectedly and. He's like the captain leader of the football team, this big quarterback, and went oh, through yeah. his entire career not winning the championship. By the way, then, we're talking about the plot of uh, the game plan right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not The Rock's life. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but in the movie, though, that was his role. It's yeah. like a eight-year-old daughter and then first coming into his life in that movie and stuff. So oh, I love that. It's so funny. He's got to take steroids. <laughs> like you don't get that big without steroids, right? I have no idea. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder. I was so I was watching the new movie with him, and I was like, I wonder how long until he drinks some Terramana tequila, because you can't go to anything on the rock for social media without him like being like Terramana tequila. I gotta drink this. But as soon as I said that, Ryan Reynolds pours his aviation gin into a glass. I was like, ah, I just guessed the wrong person. But I knew that plug was gonna be in here somewhere. Um, where are you born? Uh, Iowa City, Iowa. Iowa City, Iowa, at the hospital there, huh? Yeah, right across from the Iowa Hawkeyes, uh, Kinnick Stadium. Hell yeah. You a big Hawkeye fan? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Do you get to go to many games? I've actually been to one game when they played Michigan State, I think it was. They won 24-14. to 14. I did go to that game. The awesome. first Iowa Hawkeye game I've ever been to, it was really exciting. Was this before or after they were doing the wave? Uh, this was actually when they started it up, like, so this was afterwards. So this, oh, this is like the year they, they were doing it? I believe so. I'm not sure when they started it, but at the end of the first quarter, they were all waving at the kids. That's such a great tradition that we have. And then the fans were also waving, their team right. was, and that's just really cool. I know it means a lot to them kids. So, Iowa City born, but now you're living in Cedar Rapids, right? Yep. You're, you're not too far away from Theater Cedar Rapids, actually. I, I don't want to say exactly where you live, but you're, you're living pretty close to here. Um, um, loving life in Cedar Rapids. It's a good place to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a great place to raise a family. And it really is. It's gone up 37,000 this year, so there's actually almost 40,000 people that's here compared to last year. Jeez, I did not know that. So um, I think a lot of people had kind of did some like self-reflecting on on the the path they were trying to take when COVID happened. Yeah, you know what? Before we go out, I there's one last thing I would like to pick your brain about that I didn't really pick your brain about before. We skipped a step in this whole timeline. There was a two-year period there where there was a pandemic, and all of our lives just went completely on hold. Um, can we talk about that? Sure. What, what that was like for you? Oh yeah. When like let's go let's go back to March 2020. Where where are you at? So and I was when, uh, when you're finding out that the world's falling apart. So I was still uh, with my jersey and with my hockey stick and goal. Now I was still out there playing hockey and uh, didn't let it stop me. Oh, I know it was a pretty serious thing to you know be considered. And uh, I had people out there saying, no matter the heat or the COVID, nothing can stop this guy. <laughs> so I thought that was really cool. That's a fact. Oh yeah. Um, so, how did the pandemic treat you? You know, did did you go through that that COVID depression that we all went through? Oh yeah, yeah. It was uh, it really you know was a bummer deal that it came by and stuff. And the fact that they got vaccines now and stuff and the booster thing yeah, for great. the older people, I think it's really helping a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm I've got my two vaxes because I, I was teaching. I was doing some like after school teaching at Wash, so yeah. I got to the front of that line, really, which was awesome, and I felt so lucky. I got both of mine too. Yeah, so. I got to get that booster shot though. Still, I didn't feel my effects from my first one, but I felt my effects through the second one. About four days of fever, headache, upset stomach, just feeling really? really awful. Yeah, I, I, my arm hurt so bad the first time. 
and then I got the second one and it hurt for like another two days and it was done. But the second one made me tired and sick. I bet, yeah. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Um, dude, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show and and hanging out and sharing your story with me. We need to get this to your Reddit fans so they oh, can yeah. hear your story because I know that people on Reddit have been asking for for your life story for a while now. Oh yeah, it's a privilege to be on here and an honor to be on here. Dude, we will reconnect um, um, sooner than later here, okay? Oh yeah, for uh, sure. And also, we're not done. We got a post show coming up after this that's going to be exclusively on LAS Plus. So if you are an LAS Plus subscriber, then go on over to our to our feed, and uh, we're going to see you there in a second. We're going to continue with Matthew with Hockey Man, and um, we're going to play a hockey game. We might even get him to sing. Right on. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen? You can only find out, though, if you subscribe to LAS Plus. Go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus to get started on that subscription. For just $10 a month, you can subscribe to ad-free episodes, bonus content, like the like the One Word Stories post-show, or bonus episodes that come with shows like What Do You Want to Talk About, Myths of Myria, Historically Inaccurate, and much more. Um, and then on top of that, you get discounts at our at our live events like LAS Live. We, we've got a, a live show of... well. <laughs> Whenever this comes out, I don't, I don't know. Maybe that live show already happened. Uh, but we are planning a live show for One Word Stories here. So be on the lookout for information on that if it isn't already out. Matthew, how can, how can the people find you? Can anybody follow you on Instagram? Should we, should we go find your Reddit account? How can people follow you? Uh, for right now, I only have a Facebook account. So I, uh, I want to get a Reddit account, but the only problem is I don't know how to do it and I don't know what steps you need to take to do it. So. I will help you set up a Reddit account. We're going to make that happen. Then. I'd really like to get that started. And what What is your Facebook fan page? It's uh, Or is it just your page? Just my page, Matthew Crawford. Okay, look up Matthew Crawford. Uh, he's usually wearing a Rough Riders jersey. He's got that slick number 35 on. It's it's looking great. He's got a mohawk. There's nobody like you, buddy. Like I Seriously, dude, I appreciate you. You're an amazing person in our community and and I'm thankful that I got to know you today. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. All right. Well, we've got to reconnect, have you back sometime. Go check out Matthew Crawford, hockey man. This guy's amazing. I'm Alex Schulte. This is One Word Stories. And I'm going to leave you with one question today. What's your word? I'll talk to you next week. Mango Mustache Media.